Jesse, we are here. We are at the podcast, Mr. Therapist and the Counselor. I'm excited to do this with you. Um, my name is Manny Romero, and I'm Mr. Therapist. You want to introduce yourself, Jess? I will do that. Um, yes, I'm Jesse O, Counselor, uh, Certified Addiction Counselor. KDAC 2 is my um, certification. And uh, yeah, came down here to San Clemente. A little like backdrop, um, little nostalgia. Not big. Well, actually, I love nostalgia. Um, I always think about uh, Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. He mentions um, nostalgia is the worst form of conversation. Ooh. But I'm taking it back. Um, and hell, I just brought up The Sopranos already. What do you mean by that? The worst form of conversation. I think it's because nostalgia is we're always looking back. We're not really like being in the present. Yeah, it's like you remember the, the good old times instead of looking at the times like right now that we're in yeah. like that episode from the office with uh what's his name the guy with the anger problems he's like i wish we could i wish we knew when the good old days were yeah, yeah good old yeah, andy yeah. was talking andy, about that yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. that's a real famous quote i mean there's a shit ton of quotes yeah. from the office you could take but i was driving down from san clemente well, luckily there was no rain uh today but last week when we sat down for the first time to talk about doing this podcast yeah. It made me reflect, got me nostalgic about the first time that we met. We worked at a treatment center down here in San Clemente. That's right. Um, a little sketchy uh, <laughs> treatment center. Which most are. I mean, most are. Yeah, yeah. I think at least 2013, right? Yeah. That's when um, That's when we first met. We like, uh, I can't remember the first time we, we actually met, Yeah. but we were in the same place at same the same, place, time. same time. That was my first mental health job, actually. Yeah, yeah was it? Yeah. yeah. So... Um, and then that was like the start for you, like the beginning of you being a therapist. So like, I want, yeah, I wanted to ask you, like, tell me about like what was going on there. Like what was the drive in your journey? Or I mean, actually, where were you like yeah. in your journey? Yeah. So I think 2013, I had just graduated uh, from UCSB, got my bachelor's in psychology. And to be honest with you, like school was never in my plans. Like yeah. it's just something I knew my parents wanted me to do, but I, I never really believed that I could really go far in school. So when I finally graduated from UCSB, I was incredibly like happy, like excited, ready to take on a job. And I realized that with a psychology degree, no one's going to hire you. <laughs> like, yeah. you, don't, you can't really do anything. So right. I, I entered into this treatment center um, working you, hey, as a house manager. Yeah, your house manager. What, like, tell, like, people don't know like the treatment world. Like we know it yeah. like front to back, but like, what is a house man manager like working in treatment? What does that like? What does that mean? You're kind of like you're kind of like a like a, a companion or like a babysitter. Like, a, like so, there's we they got a bunch of houses with clients who are working on their sobriety, right? And they're newly sober. You got like hours sober to thirty six year ninety days sober, and so you really have to monitor the house and just make sure that nobody goes out, brings in drugs. Uh, make sure that everyone's taking their medication right, yeah. taking them to uh, groups, to treatment, to mm -hmm. see a therapist and back to the house. And so they're living in this house 24 seven. It was like actually the, the first experience I ever had in addiction field or anything like that, which was just a crazy experience for me. Just Can I ask you at that point, Ted, like working in the field, like did you know much about addiction? Obviously through school, right? you yeah. were like somewhat familiar or was it still Not like really, new territory for you? It was, so, it was really new. The only experience I had with addiction was 
uh, in my family. Like okay. my my uncle, he at the time he was still alive, but it, but he committed suicide, okay. and he had issues with addiction. Yeah. I also have a bunch of people in my family who you know struggled with alcoholism, yeah. and so that's the only experience that I had. Other than that, no, like. I had the biggest stigma or the biggest like what do you call it like just ideas of what an addict was right. misunderstanding misunderstanding too, right yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly so it was kind of cool like it really gave me this experience of looking into like what addiction actually is who it affects yeah. and how it affects people yeah yeah and so I was really early I wasn't even a therapist I was yeah. literally like my I'd get my feet wet my hands dirty for the very first time yeah, yeah. where were you at in your career at that time where, Ah, uh, man, it's crazy you said career, right? I didn't think I'd make a career out of this. Actually, I probably didn't think I'd make a career out of anything. Um, I had just gotten back. Uh, so 2013, I was working. That was the first treatment center. I had just spent a year um, uh, in, in Indiana, Lafayette, Indiana. I was sobering up. Um, I had had my demons and issues with drugs and alcohol. So I just got... I'd, just moved back to Southern California uh, after spending almost a year out in Lafayette, Indiana, getting my shit together. Oh, damn. How, how many days were you sober when you started working there? Um, I would say it was probably a year. Let's see here. No, it was less than a year. Was a, oh, a, damn. I think it was like August. Well, August 29th is whenever I got sober in 2013. So, sorry, it was actually 2014. I screwed up the time yeah. a little bit. It was 2014 out in San Clemente. Um, but I came back. Uh, I had to take my certification. I still haven't certified as an addiction counselor yet. So I came out here. I came back around like early 2014, um, took my test, took my exam, got certified. You can work in the field at like, you don't have to be a KDAC. You can be, there's other ways to like get certified and get work. supervised. Or yeah, work under you can somebody. do other stuff. So, yeah. But I uh, wanted to get a KDAC. That was a big goal for me as well because that was something I'd, I'd, I'd the reason I've met, I mentioned or talked to, to you about why I got into the field was that I was like trying to figure out how can I solve my problem. Now, reflecting back on that, I realized like you need a lot of help in solving your own problems. And sure. a lot of times we can't figure out ourselves, and that's why people go to therapy or go to groups or go to treatment centers to start to get some self-reflection through like talking and, and sharing. Yeah, but I feel like like as a in a field where you help people, like it makes you look at yourself though. It makes you like work on yourself. Yeah. So I can understand that. Like yeah. how it's almost like through the education and the help you provide others, like you yourself are getting a lot of help. Oh yeah. Too. Very, I'm very selfish to this day. Like yeah. when I'm working with people around with groups, I say this so often, like I'm getting so much from them as well as like, um, hopefully I'm providing things for them or information or just guidance. But like, it's it's life continuing to learn continuing to progress so so yeah coming back out here getting my certification and then like working uh that was pretty much my first job sober in the field so okay. i actually was living in um i was living in victorville california at the time so i was driving all the way from victorville to san clemente sometimes Dang. which is like a, a pretty shitty drive um but but my intention was like I wanted to reestablish myself out here in Orange County, so got the job at that treatment center in San Clemente where you worked, yeah. where we first met, and it, I we could go into details about this treatment center and how like questionable it was. How shitty it was. Yeah, <laughs> but it was still like one of the best experiences. 
because as a counselor, as, as throughout this podcast, like I sat down in a room with a bunch of therapists and I, I'm kind of how I felt like in life. I, I felt like I really didn't belong with all these, um, just a high level, like with degrees and experience. All these nerds, right? Yeah. All these <laughs> fucking nerds everywhere. Right. I'm like, how's this cool guy? No. Um, I was still rocking a leather jacket back then. So, um, so I, but yeah, I sat in this room and I was like, I didn't belong, but I was like, I'm going to belong. Yeah. So I, I just really like, I, I talked to people and just absorbed what they were doing. And yeah, that was like the start of, uh, start of my journey in this field. That's so, awesome, man. That's yeah. powerful too, for you to step up and like, you know, people are, I think people are cool. Like if you give yourself an opportunity to open up and to connect and yeah, cause I've been in a position like that before where it's like, I, it's really easy to just go into your shell, go into yourself yeah. and just like disconnect from everybody and go yeah. in, do your job and leave and not make connections, not make friends. Not, right. Yeah. A real character defect still for me present day is like humility or asking for help. But that was a, a great moment of me just being humble. Yeah. Um, even though that part of me of like not wanting to like ask for help. Cause like, like I said, I didn't belong, but like, I was like, I've got to get better. I want to get better. These people know things that I don't. So, yeah. and I think that's really great, kind of reflecting on the learning process of what I brought yeah. up. So, so did you, would you say you became a counselor, a KDA counselor, drug and alcohol counselor, because of you wanting to figure out sobriety? Yeah, figure out not sobriety is very important. It's a huge part of it, but I just also wanted to understand, I guess, the human condition, my condition. Okay. Um, so I that was yeah that was probably it right there and then and that's something that until the day that i die i'm going to be working on um but yeah that was like the drive it was like with sobriety but, but then also like the mental health aspect of if it's anxiety depression negative self-talk yeah uh, so and i think that's kind of a worldwide uh issue present day I yeah mean, the self-help movement is it's gigantic but it's still i think it's still very like unknown in a lot of ways so that's so interesting to me though because like what even made you think because that's i don't know if that's a normal trajectory for someone who like is struggling with addiction to want to get into the field is that just yeah. a normal thing or did someone have an influence on you to tell you like hey like you should look into this or you know i if i, I had sit right here right now and, and reflect on that i don't I just, I knew that I wasn't right and my, or felt like my thinking wasn't all that right. right. So I, I wanted to improve that. Yeah. I didn't, so I, no, there wasn't really anybody that pointed me in that direction. It's funny that I, I said, I said that, um, that, uh, you know, I wanted to figure out myself. I rem I've sat in multiple job interviews and I've said that they're like, well, why do you want to be a counselor? Uh, and they'll say, I'll say, well, yeah, cause I'm trying to figure out me. And often the response will be like, oh, that's what like a lot of therapists say. Oh, nice. And so I always thought that was quite fascinating as well. Yeah. So, um, but no, I think it, it, I think just throughout time in my experience and, but that was my initial drive. It's just like, I want to, I want to be better. I, and I think I still looked around with a lot of people in my life that I loved and I still felt very disconnected. Yeah. So, yeah. um, regarding like what we're doing today, like yeah. our, 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 I guess our mission statement, our drive, like why talk about why we came together to like put this podcast together why are we doing yeah. um mr therapist and the counselor what what's yeah what's the meaning behind all this well i think you know like you said we met uh at this treatment center and we actually worked together for quite a while yeah. and got to know each other pretty well and 
have a lot of respect for you and for what you do. Thanks, I think you're a really yeah. creative person and yeah. you have a good heart. You want yeah. to help people and you have a, you have a talent with that. So mm-hmm. can you say more nice shit? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, I keep going. <laughs> and I want to, I, I guess I just think that like, I think I told you this at one point, like we got to do something together. Yes. Like I think just, I know that I'll grow doing something with mm-hmm. you. I know that I want to help people. I know you want to help people. And I think, like the very foundation of why we're doing this is to like to figure out how we could help more people. Yeah. Um, to figure out how we could talk about, you know, stuff that maybe people don't talk about or, or there's a lot of mental health podcasts out there, but like we could put our own spin, our own version, our own language onto things. Yeah. Because I feel like we're both professionals in the mental health field, but we're also two dudes who just mm-hmm. like, like we can connect with people well. Like mm-hmm. we're not like, on our high horse, like yeah. using big ass words to describe oh, mental health conditions. Yeah. <laughs> big ass words still yeah. throw me off. Dude. <laughs> I just like saying big ass all the time so, <laughs> on top of everything. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why. Like, I feel like you know we can create some chemistry, some magic. You know what? I didn't. I don't think I ever told you this, but um, one time when I was first running groups at the second shitty treatment center we were at. Oh, <laughs> uh, the street. Hopefully this ain't a shitty podcast, right? Or this is like, yeah, no, no. It's gonna, it's gonna mean something. There were so. lessons we learned yeah. in those. Yeah, um, you, I, you were supervising a group that I. Oh no, no, I, I was watching, observing you run a group because yeah. I wanted to learn from you. You've yeah. done this. You had some experience. I was just starting, and um, I remember, like you know, like I said, you, you got a lot of talent in the room, and I remember like butting in and like adding something or like challenging you on something i don't i don't remember what it was and um and a client like was in there and they reached out to me like maybe like four months after like they graduated from the program Uh and they pointed like hey i got a lot of respect for you because you challenged jesse (laughs) like because you were like the god counselor right they're like he was like that's your boss and you like you challenged him, and I was yeah, like, yeah. so, I don't know, I just felt like, you yeah. know, uh, just saying that, because I, I feel like we can add some, we just together, we can make an impact on people right. like that, you yeah. know what I mean? And, like, someone took something from that, and yeah. they were like, man, I can, if you could do that, I could do this, right? right. And so, I, I just feel like, yeah, we got some chemistry, we can create something cool with this, yeah. yeah. How about you, anything, how, why did you decide to do this? Like, why, why do you? the vision or the purpose of doing a podcast yeah i think that um i think two different perspectives but like same like the same goal yeah um i think we uh two different styles um kind of just to like reinforce what you just said right now i just think we could really bring something very unique to the table table and like not uh this i'm not co-signing any bullshit on this this is truth for me like i feel like what we do individually or working in groups with people that are struggling on whatever it is i think we really do have like some type of like magic and uh, i think it'd be awesome to like spread that and and make it a little bit bigger and um i I appreciate you sharing that story no you never told me that story (laughs) and uh, no but it's cool because i think this is the importance about this as well is like is challenging challenging people i think one thing i'll say like i have a couple like cliches in group which i don't try to do that but sometimes like this shit's so good i gotta put it on a bumper sticker one day but uh (laughs) do people still rock bumper stickers anyways um but i was like uh you know life is not a level playing field but in the rooms they are and when i say in the rooms i mean group therapy 
everybody's like equal they have the same goal i believe even a facilitator we're trying to like bring them up to this certain just maybe self-confidence and 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 finding some meaning and purpose and yeah i think together uh what we talk about uh and then down the way like bring on other people that can help us as well to just talk about things in addiction mental health uh relationships being a man whatever the topics different yeah i think we have just just a plethora yeah plethora of things yeah i think like our perspectives are our perspectives and you know there's different people who are going to have different perspectives and so i want to invite those in as well yeah i'm glad you said it's an equal playing field in the room so i feel like i want that effect on whoever's listening to to the podcast whoever like submits a question whoever like just wants to interact with us like like yeah like that's the same intent i would have for anybody who right. like wants to just hear what we have to say it's like yeah i want to hear what you got to say too right right and, yeah listen it's hard to be a human being right so like i'm going to contradict myself probably a hundred times uh on these podcasts if we get to like a hundred like yeah. episodes and I, I make mistakes daily um, i'm wrong so often even though i won't admit to half of those wrongs but i'm trying to so um I, the, the point of this this process this podcast is to invite the conversation just try to get better and like you said perspective i'll share mine you share yours and let's see where we can go with this thing yeah so yeah no exactly man well cool dude we got our first show i think it's a wrap dude that was pretty decent all right so one in the can so exactly all right man cool man